Hey, y'all. It's Akemini. And it's Christina. From Truth's Table. And you all have been asking us ways that you can actually partner and support Truth's Table. And we have now created a Patreon. Hey, this is the deal. We need your help. We need your resources to make this happen. Go on over to patreon.com slash truthstable and partner with this work. Welcome to Truth Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm Akemini. I'm Michelle. And I'm Christina. This table is built by black women and for black women. So welcome to the table, sisters. How y'all doing? Well, 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 well. <laughs> and, what, and what does that well mean today? Can you categorize the yeah. subtext of that yeah. well? What are the depths of the well? The oh, depths oh, of the well. If you will, in my well. Mm. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on I don't know. I think, I think, I think what's behind that well is that two things. Ooh. It's a Truth Table Live episode. Hey! Hey! It's a power in the house! Power in the house! There are people here. There are. And there they've are come. Person. They've come to help us kick off the first ever Truth Table retreat. <laughs> Yes. Woo, 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 woo. All right. So, what exactly? What are, what, what are we retreating from? Mm. And what are we retreating to? A retreating to? Oh yes. Sorry. What are we retreating from? from. <laughs> and retreating to? What is true? It is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. It just goes both ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what's on the table? What, 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 what's on the table, y'all? What's on the table? Retreating from. Retreating to mm-hmm. mm, and advancing mm. out of. Help us, Lord. <laughs> I will. From whence? Where do we go after the retreat? I don't know. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> because in my life right now, there's plenty to retreat from. <laughs> shenanigans, Amen. as we have laid out. Yes, we retreating retreat from, from shenanigans. Shenanigans mm-hmm. and retreating into the sustaining, life-giving, and for me, sweetly savored word of God. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Retreating from foolishness, mm-hmm. which abounds yes. in the land yes. and in our own hearts, and retreating to the gospel. Yes. Okay. So that's what's on the table. Really, what is the gospel, right? Start with that. Y'all know we've done yeah, why what we've done why the church matters. We've done why the blood matters. I know it was the blood for me. You I know it was the, the other. You know, we make, we make Michelle a jukebox. We like, hit it. Michelle, I have right a song request. Y'all better start giving me some coin. Right. Well, <laughs> here we go. Hit it. It's on my tab. So it's on my tab. I don't believe in that. I do believe in playing student loans. Go ahead. <laughs> so we did. So why the blood matters. Why the church matters. Why the blood matters. Now we're talking about what is the gospel? So we're retreating from foolishness and shenanigans and retweeting, retweeting, not retweeting. Yeah, let's retweeting. not retweet and stay away from Twitter, y'all. Whatever you do. We where the re- devil is busy on Twitter. This is true. We are, we are retreating to the gospel. But the, really, really, the question on the table is, what is the gospel? What is the gospel, y'all? What you guys say? Or am? You're looking Go at on. me? Go on. You're looking at me. Okay. 
<laughs> You've got a broad, expanded jazz hands definition. Yeah, so what is the mm -hmm. gospel? So um, I guess in simple bullet points, mm -hmm. the gospel is the answer to our broken state. And by our, I mean that's humans, that's the cosmos, um, that's kind of all encompassing as a consequence of the fall. Mm -hmm. And it is God's gracious preemptive response of restoration that is solidified through the perfect life of Christ, mm -hmm. death, and resurrection. He rose, y'all. Meaning the check Hallelujah. was good and mm -hmm. it's been cashed. Amen. And because that check was good and it's been cashed, the gospel is now the righteousness of Christ is accredited to us, those who do not Amen. deserve it. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we engage a broken and dying world as salt and light, mm -hmm. uh, where God has already shown up and is already at work. So the gospel is this huge cosmic yep. picture. Um, and that's the bit that I can see and understand because right. I can only see this right. through my limited vision and my limited scope. Mm. But as best as the Holy Spirit has worked to reveal this to me in the word of God, that's what I see. Meaning Amen. that the gospel is bigger and more beautiful and more profound than people can grasp. Oh yeah. Because it comes yeah. from the heart and mind of God mm -hmm. and God is beyond our understanding. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we created them ourselves. I so know. we don't want that. <laughs> my time. God, Crush those that's idols, right. crush them, crush them. I'll put you in. What, what is, is the gospel, what is Michelle? The gospel? What does the cross of Jesus mean? Mm -hmm. Okay, back to Donnie. Oh. More than words, we sing much Amen. more. Amen. Um, the gospel is truth. Amen. It is the truth Amen. that there is a way out of our brokenness and our iniquity. I love the power that Jesus displayed when he drew near to the poor to show that poverty and foolishness, um, sickness and iniquity. There's a way out of both of those and Amen. he is the way. So the gospel is a person to borrow from my brilliant friends at this table, use that <laughs> phrase, the gospel is a person. Uh, the gospel is beautiful. There's beauty in not just forgiveness and what we receive, but having the power to forgive and to experience Ooh. restoration, both with our creator God and with people who have, who have done damage, who have done harm. I believe that in our experience, because every perspective on the gospel is coming from a person. So I, I don't know if I can separate who I am from my perspective on the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so as mm -hmm. a black woman, the gospel brings me victory in the midst of oftentimes suffering, but most of the time in the United States, a requirement to be resilient and to persevere. And the gospel shows me the beauty of vulnerability. Naked Jesus on a Amen. cross Amen. Yeah. as the only way yeah. to really experience restoration. And then the promise of ultimate perfection, satisfaction, and abundance that the Lord gave. The kingdom is mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. It's not Amen. just coming, but the Amen. kingdom is already here. I love it. And so the restoration of relationships and the deep abiding love that we experience that will not fade when the gospel is ultimately fulfilled. Faith and hope we have to keep us alive. But Amen. love, Amen. when faith and hope are fulfilled, mm. love stays in the eschaton. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to roll up in this cheese ball mm -hmm. and say the gospel is love mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because love is the thing God that is, will God not 
fade away in eternity. Amen. And I am so excited that the thing that is perfecting the cosmos, mm -hmm. we have access to it now. Mm. I love love, and love <laughs> is the gospel. Amen. 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 I wish I could sing. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> Wait a minute. But you are, but you are a rapper's muse. But I still be singing anyway. I don't go. Do that gangster rap. Do that gangster rap. You don't have any West Coast raps for us? We're that gospel gangsta. <laughs> not that are gospel appropriate. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Talk, Find the term. Common, Find the term. Common grace has limits. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, and no, you Don't can't. say that. Don't crush my I'm just saying. like that. Oh, talk to Jesus about it. <laughs> Go ahead. I think it's what different is for the gospel? There's so, I mean, gosh, I was sitting here thinking, man, how many different ways do I want to <laughs> talk about the gospel? It always feels like inadequate in some ways, right? Um, like you can never, like, like you say, you can never grasp, like, the whole, the glory, you know, of it, right? Because um, we're finite, we have the noetic effects of sin that impact our, you know, our brains, right? So we can't even fully grasp um, the wonder, the splendor, the beauty of it. Um, but I would say the gospel, like I break it down now, answer my own question. Yes, public theology. At the table, is um, it's a gracious invitation from God uh, uh, of himself to us. And so um, I'll never forget what my systematic um, professor has said this, that it's um, God wants to confer himself to a holy people in a holy realm. And so it's an invitation and an escape, right, from our own sin, our own foolishness, first and foremost, right, because we were born enemies of God. Um, and it's an escape from sin, death, and misery, Right, um, which is what God, Jesus Christ has actually delivered us from. Those of us who have confessed our sins against Him, right? Um, it wasn't just the state that killed Jesus; we were in number two now. Um, and so, it's it's God's act of love uh, toward us, His super abundant grace, His super abundant love that says, "I'm going to give lavish my love on you, and I'm going to put all of your sins on me." right? Second Corinthians 5, 21. So, so Jesus died for our past sins, our present sins, and our future sins. And we live in light of that deliverance, right? And so we means that we love God, um, our triune God, um, with our, our mind, right? Our bodies. Um, and, and, and we love our neighbors as ourselves as well, right? This also um, includes, this is, this is what it means to be holy as well. It isn't just um, um, honoring God with our bodies, right? We're, we're, we, we belong to God and we, we do what God says to do with our bodies. We don't get to do whatever we want with other people with their bodies and we don't get to lord over and control other freebie. people's bodies we don't do that right <laughs> but that's what we, we so that's our tendency people, you can't Carrie. own people right, right. Um, um 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 you need consent you're right um when you're when you're when you're you know near somebody you know you need to honor other, other people in that way but but when you think about uh we need to honor people with our thoughts we need to honor people with um we need to make crooked paths straight. You know, Hebrews talks about um, 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 making uh, level paths so that the lame can walk, right? That's like kind of King James there. Um, you know, sometimes I got to bring it to the King James. You know? <laughs> but sometimes, you know, but, but you think about it, it's God's gracious invitation um, to be with him, to dwell with him, um, to live in his love. And that love liberates Thank us from you, our sin. You, and it helps us to say no to ungodliness and yes to righteousness. Amen. All manner um, of, of ungodliness. That would be um, 
unjust um, and um, biased um, procedures, laws, um, iniquities, that would be sexual immorality, saying no to the flesh, saying yes to the spirit in the heat of the moment. Yeah, we're going to go with that. You know, that means I'm not going to press play on that porn video. Oh, yeah, I'm parking up people's walls. That's what Jesus died for all of those sins particularly. You know, this wasn't just a general thing. These are, we sin against God in very particular ways, you know. Um, and so that's something that we, 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 we got to own that, right? It's always confessing our sins because of the grace that God's lavished on us. We have the freedom to do that, um, that, that, to be honest with God and to be honest with one another so that we can also hold one another accountable. So that's a very, um, so it's an invitation into tension. Um, but it's tension with hope, right? So... Uh, Jesus Christ has already come. He's already enacted his, his kingdom, but we live in the already and not yet, right? So we don't see all things in, subjective to, in subjection to him. We don't see it all yet, but it's happening, you know, and his kingdom is, it is here and it is going to come in its fullness, but we live in that tension. You know, we are simultaneously saints and sinners, right? At the same time. Well, yes, this is true. We have, we, amen. Yeah, we're sinners and mm-hmm. saints, but we have chosen to apply just one label to mm-hmm. ourselves. And that's, to me, the beauty of the gospel, the now and the not yet, right? Mm-hmm. I am what I know I am in Christ. Amen. And I would to do yep. what I should not. And yep. I hate what I desire, but I know my name. And my name Amen. is not sinner. Amen. My name is saint. saint. That mm-hmm. is my name. Amen. And I'm moving into that new body. Um, And why would the Lord tell us that there's a new body on the way unless he wanted us to look forward to it and to move our desires in that direction? Amen. You know, the the paradox of a deeply Eastern religion in the context of a Western linear brain is one of the tension points of the gospel in the American church. Yes. Because even in that conversation just now, those were paradoxes held together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fully God, fully man, right? Saints and sin- Saint and Simmer. Yep. Saint and Sinner. And um, the gospel hits here and now, but it is about our eschatological hope and reality to come. Paradox, paradox, paradox. And for the linear mind that cannot sit with the tension of that, but has to find it, but has to have mm-hmm. a solution to it, who has to control God and say, no, 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 this is what God is going to do. This is your box. This is your box. This is your box. Yeah. No, no, no. God breaks boxes. Amen. God is out of a box. Mm-hmm. The boxes are for, our, for us. That's a condescension for oh, the yeah. weakness of our minds. And so when I think about what it means to be a person who cares about what's happening today because of what is guaranteed tomorrow. Amen. And that is, I think, one of the big tensions of why people have such frustration in the American church about what is the gospel. Mm-hmm. And then you get into what I'm about to just walk right into right now, mm-hmm. the foolery, the mm-hmm. foolery of the debates from the term the social gospel. Yeah. And our God is social. Speak on yeah. We are human beings created to be social. Yep. And so the fact that the gospel means something in the lives of the populace, yeah. right? It is the most political statement that has ever been made, oh, the yeah. gospel itself, um, about the most political figure that ever lived and still lives interceding still for lives. the mm-hmm. church, which mm-hmm. is Jesus Christ. And the political ramifications of the gospel are part of what makes it beautiful for those who are desperate to be freed from political bondage, Man, from political yeah. oppression. It is only those who love the brokenness and the oppression of this world 
that resists the political freedom yeah. that the gospel has embedded in it. And that's because yeah. of what is to come. Yeah. And the benefits that come from, mm -hmm. you know, well, let's just have a truncated gospel, right? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering what, what does it mean to be, <laughs> to live in that tension, right? And we, when we, in light of like sanctification, so which is how, how um, the spirit uh, works in us to mold us, to shape us, and to conform us to the image of Christ. Um, that process really of, of, of what it means to be holy, holiness, right? So looking more and more like our perfect and holy God. What, 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 what does that mean to live in that tension, you know, of the reality of that sanctification, that saint and sinner uh, dynamic, if you will. Though we are, we're saints. We are. We just are. Yep. But what you got, Michelle? You know. Wrote a song about it. Like to hear it. Here it go. <laughs> yeah, about to laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, so in Isaiah chapter six. Uh -oh. <laughs> always Old Testament. Carry on. When, but this is so apropos. And yeah, I'm not in Ezekiel today. <laughs> Normally Ezekiel. I'm not in Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Carry on. But in the sixth chapter of Isaiah, <laughs> in the year that King Isaiah died, what happened to Isaiah? I, I saw, saw the Lord. High and lifted up. He went up in that temple, saw the Lord. Not some gold, some silver, some bowls, <laughs> some offering plates. No, he saw the actual Lord in the Old Testament. And the first thing he realized when the train of his robe filled the, the temple, temple yeah. when the earth was full of his glory, the first thing he said was, I am Woe to me. Woe to me. I mean, all the woe upon me. <laughs> Not only because of who I am and what I have done, but where, look at where he lives at. Look at them people that he had been prophesying to and that the Lord had told him about. Y'all some snakes and jokers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Isaiah said, what? I have no hope. I have no hope in the world. I'm a sinful person. I live among sinful people. Yeah. And lips. the mm. cleansing that occurred. It doesn't talk about how the hot coal from the fire burned him, but you know when somebody placed a hot coal on your mouth, he at least had that inception kind of brain experience. This is burning. It's going to burn. Yeah, yeah. And so I think about the tension in which we live where the end of that particular passage is that Isaiah cleansed, not taken up to be with the Lord in that moment, but cleansed and left among yeah. The people and the Lord says, Who will go? Now, why God gotta have somebody to go? Mm -hmm. Who will go for us? Mm. Who will why don't go you for go, us? God? The train of your robe is gonna reach all right. the way. Why anybody gotta go? And yet he he the prophet looked up and in boldness with clean lips said, Send me. Send mm -hmm. me. I believe that is such a beautiful picture of the tension of being utterly cleansed to speak the will of the Lord, the truth of the Lord, and to still know, whoo, that woe is me. Because Isaiah didn't say after that, ain't no danger no more. Uh -uh. He was just cleansed mm -hmm. to begin to speak truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. What do you see? Ditto. I'll say more. I'll say more. I'll say more. And in, in that sense, that is that is the evidence of the encounter with the living God, mm -hmm. right? The encounter with the living God is the changed human. And the changed human who opens up their mouth, whether it's literally or symbolically, and says, I will go. We are the people who say, yep, I guess it's my turn. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. And the gospel, it, it takes introverts, 
It makes them, <laughs> makes them speak up. It makes the socially anxious speak up. Amen. It makes those who have been told that they should not speak, mm -hmm. speak up, mm -hmm. right? Those who are uh, systematically, uh, who are voiceless yeah. and oppressed to speak up. It is the response that those with sinful lips who have been redeemed, open them up to testify of the goodness of the Lord. Amen. It is Amen. the evidence of the purifying work of Christ. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. And we see that even in the New Testament, right? Mm -hmm. So when we think about um, Mary, we think about Elizabeth, we think about the Holy Spirit at work in them, mm -hmm. at work in them in, in a very natural sense to mm -hmm. bring forth children. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, they all testify mm -hmm. to the goodness of the Lord. As a matter of fact, they all testify a full sermon yeah. to the goodness yeah. of the yeah. Lord, which is why for every believer, every believer, we talk about the general office of believer, prophet, priest, and king, mm -hmm. yep. that Christ's anointing leaves us as declarers of who Christ is. Yes. This yes. is not even a debate that the blood-bought believer whose lips have been cleansed opens it up to proclaim the gospel, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the gospel to themselves yeah. so that they might continually be restored and renewed, mm -hmm. but the gospel to the world that is around them and that is within them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think um, when I think about sanctification, um, I think about the fact that it is Sanctification is progressive, not linear, right? So in the Western world, we like step one, step two, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, and we just like, but that's not the way sanctification works. We go up, we go down. You know, we fall down, we get up. But a saint is still a sinner who fell down, but then got up. And so, <laughs> so there you go, there you go. So we up, we down, we all the way around. We need songs that reflect that, but carry you on. You need that, you need that. Um, and, and you think about the, and, and part of that going up and going down um, is that, is that blood-bought believers um, who have been um, rescued, right, from their sin and have been put on that, that, that glorious road of sanctification um, begin to bear fruit. There's a decisive break with sin, right? Um, yes, indulging sin is, real, is reality, okay? Um, but there's a decisive break. You become a new creation. Amen. And you, by God's grace, through his sanctifying work, through the Holy Spirit, you begin into, to live into the reality of your, new, your newness, okay? Um, and, 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 and there is a pruning process. I think about the pruning motif in, in Scripture, particularly in the New Testament, um, and how God going to cut off. He's going to cut off the branches now for you to bear more fruit. Um, that's just the reality of that tension, you know, of the pain of walking with the Lord. It means that that pruning process is also involves taking up your cross, right? Um, and and, and, and that, that cross is heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. And so that's why when, when, when folks say, you know, they're they cruising, they're on cruise control and they're on easy street, Ain't no cruise control with Christ. I mean, I mean, if you're really doing it, ain't nothing easy about the Christian life. This is a radical life. It is a, a different, it's a difficult road. Um, it, it's not cool to be a Christian. We don't sign up to, uh, we don't, we don't, well, the spirit don't call us so that we could be cool. Um, he calls us, it, it, well, we thought, we well, was wrong, you got a wake up call, you know, um, you know, that, you know, that little grace period when you get saved, we'd be like, oh, it seems like Jesus answered every one of my prayers. And you get into that session, you'd be like, God, do you hear me? Is this, is it working? Do you hear my prayer? They bouncing off the walls. No, but, but you, um, the reality is that it's just, 
it is the the gospel is is offensive. It is offensive. Like we didn't deserve anything from God but hell. I know nobody preaches about hell no more, but it's real. And that's why that's why we have the invitation to proclaim that word to everybody, whosoever will come. Right, um, um, Jude talks about snatching people from the fire. We have got, and we we do that by how we live. We do that by what we declare about the gospel. Um, we do that in how we live, right, and how we love God and love people. And so it is a it is a part of actually just evangelizing people, yes, but also living a life that's congruent with the faith that we actually profess. Very important. Um, so yeah, so those are the those, so when I think about sanctification, I think about um, just the progressive nature of it. It is not linear, you know. It, it's just not, and it, our, our 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 walk with God begins to morph and it changes. We have those those dry spells, right? <laughs> we have those times where we're like, "Ooh, I feel like I'm really hearing from the Lord," you know. And oh, I'm really okay, God, thank you. Yeah, the other times you're just like, "I don't want to get my word. I don't want to pray. I don't want to." So what does it mean for us to to cultivate maybe spiritual disciplines oh, in our lives around the, around the gospel. What does that mean for us to cultivate just practically something we can lead to people? Well, <laughs> one thing you can do is you can go on retreats. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, a, yeah. That's a retreat plug, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it that smooth? How yeah, I just because we're, we're retreat, retreating from, right? Retreating. We are retreating from. Yeah. We're retreating from and retreating to the gospel. Yeah. So the gospel is what saves us, but it's also what keeps us. The mm -hmm. gospel is, is never off the table. It continues to be the uh, dominant story of the life of the believer. Mm -hmm. It will be what is proclaimed for all eternity. Amen. The gospel Amen. will still ring true. It will still be just as beautiful, if not more. Um, and we got a song the angels cannot sing. Amen. Amen. We got a song Amen. The angels Amen. Sing. It's a unique story. It is an answer to death itself, mm -hmm. to sin itself. And so when I think about Christian disciplines, the articulation of the gospel itself is a Christian discipline. I remember talking to, well, yeah. uh, I remember talking to somebody one time who was talking, they were, they were going to a new church and they were like, um, they were like, oh, I need something new. I need something new. We can't, Sunday after Sunday, we just can't have this, you know, he got up, he got up. I was like, what? What? What's scratch? That's what we, scratch? Because That's if our he, life because if he, if, if he didn't, <laughs> I would be a really, a I would be a pretty great God. secular humanist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would make a really good secular mm -hmm. humanist. I've got decent morality, faux morality. I'd be a good agnostic. This, yeah, yeah, by this I'd American like standard. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I have, I have American socially acceptable sense of like what is right and what is wrong. I'd be a great secular human. I would probably be like, I would probably be very rich. I have a sense of myself apart from the gospel. I think the Lord sometimes whispers that to me. Who would you be yeah. apart from this? And I think by American standards, people would be like, oh, that's a very nice person right there. Yeah. I mean, I think I would kill. I mean, I wouldn't be like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> killing and eating people. I don't think. But I don't know. Without the gospel, there I go, you know. But I do think I would probably be, apart from the gospel, a very nice person. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's just not enough. Nice and nice And that means say. nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, without holiness, no one will see God. Mm -hmm. And God is so gracious that he gives the holiness to us. Mm-hmm. And we can't pretend like we don't need it. Yeah. So it is the, the discipline is the one discipline is the gospel itself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes carving out times and space where you and community members preach that to each other back and forth, back Amen. and forth, like a ping pong, back and forth, like a broken record. Because sometimes there's really nothing else. That's, That's it. it. That's yeah. the bottom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Em? 
I think so often about the, the lifestyle, the disciplines that we have in work, and then for many of us in health issues. That wellness industry article that came out recently is really cool um, about how the, the corporate piece of being well. But at the same time, people are addicted to routines, or they're addicted to despising themselves because they can't live in a routine. And all of a sudden, well, yeah. spiritual mm -hmm. discipline becomes the yeah. same thing as a routine um, instead of becoming the same thing as nourishment. Yeah, some more legalism for us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think about the beauty and the space that we have in worship and prayer, specifically singing and praying and singing Amen. the word and praying the word. And that really sustains me mm -hmm. because I can do it uh, silently in my mind, yea, though I walk wherever, whatever mm -hmm. valley of the shadow of foolishness I'm walking through, I can <laughs> sing the word and pray the word in my mm -hmm. mind wherever I am. And then I can have these active, like mm -hmm. um, tangible and palpable experiences with singing and praying. So, you know, I'm not, like worship is praise what I do, mm -hmm. but I also can't live do. without it. It's right. what I do. It's what I do. There's a song about that. Too. I love Shekinah is what I do. Literally, our singers in the down there. Say what? It's what I do. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so that's where I live. It's a, um, it's a jam. And I live it's there in the NIV Bible Experience. <laughs> okay, the great. African American yeah. Audio Bible. I live there. Great, great. And I live in. Is that the uh, one with Blair Underwood? Blair Underwood is the is Lord. He, Jesus? he is the Lord. <laughs> Yes. Carry on with Blair Underwood. As Jesus. <laughs> she just slipped that in. No, if you want to hear Blair gonna Underwood and make Idris Yo, Elba Jesus it. next time, I'm they're going to update for Idris next time. Go ahead. That was, you know, we were kind of, we were literally wrong for that. But as we said, sanctification <laughs> is a progress. It's progressive. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I do live in having the word read to me. And then I have mm. intentional prayer habits where yes. I'm praying the Psalms. I'm praying the words of Christ. And I think of, as an extrovert, I think about Jesus no, seeking. You know, I wish I was not 700% extrovert. I wish I was just 100% extrovert. That's all right. Michelle got problems going to the bathroom by herself. That's, we got a problem. I need you to survive. That's not the song. Kevin. That's my jam. But I think about Jesus seeking out desolate places. And I want to have that stamina to say, I need all of the noise, the drama, even his, it was his fame. The scripture where it says Jesus, Jesus went to desolate places to pray. That came right after him getting famous. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that that's, that's good. how you live. That's a spiritual discipline. Discipline is not some routine, some habit where you lose muscle mass if you don't drink this protein shake. A discipline is when this happens, I know, I know what the godly response is. And so when fame was spreading for the Lord, he knew the godly response, put it all to mute and retreat to a desolate place. And that's where he communed with his dad. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I, um, on that theme, when I think about retreating, I think about decreasing. Um, of course, so that God might increase. But I think even, even now I'm like, I'm, this retreat came right on time because yeah, we are retreating from foolishness, but first and foremost, hopefully we're retreating from our own foolishness and our own sin. Uh, I know for me, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm not hearing God as clearly as I normally do, actually. Usually do. So I was like, ugh, this retreat came right on time because I was like, I just need time to just, what is the Holy Ghost saying to me right now? Right Earlier this week, a friend had a, you know, a, a prayer partner and accountability partner for 
since I've been walking with the Lord for like about 15 years now. I ain't tired yet, by God's grace. And so we're going to keep on running on. That's but, another song. But, um, you know, I, I was, something, there's something that came up on social media, and it's a sensitive subject in her life, and I was, I was like, oh God, are you telling me to send this to her? Like, I, I just, I felt like, Whew. so I sent it to her. I was like, girl, if this offends you, like, just throw it out. Like, you know, I won't be offended. You know, but I saw this, and I felt Ignored like it. I needed to send that to you. Um, and she got right back to me and she's like, do you know I was doing this very thing? Like the, the, what is advised in this post that I sent her is the very thing I started on Monday. I was like, I was like, that's such a relief. Cause I was like, I feel like I have not been hearing God clearly. Like, you know, and so I'm like, I'm grateful for retreating. Um, and the way that I retreat, some of the spiritual disciplines in my life is that the way that I retreat is through um, fasting sometimes so it's either fasting from from meals or fasting from either tv or fasting from social media um it could take a variety of different ways it could be two or three of those things at the same time it could be one of those things um and, but i've been so busy right that i have not um made the time for that it's important uh, spiritual discipline so i'm actually hoping that the retreat will help to jumpstart <laughs> that again, you know, for me, I'm just being honest and transparent. That's, that's the grace that we have at the table and in the gospel, right, saints? Um, and so, uh, so I think about, um, so when I'm retreating, I, I, first and foremost, I'm really retreating from my own shenanigans. Um, and then secondarily, the shenanigans of the world um, and the socials and, you know, whatever else. Um, but really trying to escape to also um, edify and pour into one another, right? So uh, um, our God is a communal God. It's one God, three persons. Um, and I think that's, that's a communal um, communicable attribute, you know, that thing that God has given us is that we must be in community with one another. Um, and so my hope is that we are able to push one another, sharpen one another, um, speak truth to one another by God's grace so that we can begin to look more and more. This, is, this too is sanctification, um, right? So we can look more and more like our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so those are some, that's, that's one, that's one at least spiritual discipline to in prayer is my, we will be having 6 a.m. intercessory prayer while on the retreat. It is not mandatory, but okay, I will be praying for you. <laughs> I believe in them prayers now. That's this important. Is, this is the prayer Olympics right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm in the remedial section. <laughs> there we go. I, I know that Christ is yet praying right now with his arms yeah, stretched out wide. So right. I'll probably give up about 7.30 mm -hmm. and then I'll pray. Um, so <laughs> two things. Yes. Um, my hope and the women who are coming with us, because we're going to go from here right to Battle Creek and reflect on the life of Sojourner Truth. Um, a woman who did not get her due on yes. this side, yes. right? Um, and we're going to think about what it means to not get your due on this side, yes. right? Mm -hmm. If that's your narrative, mm -hmm. right? Um, but to see and know that Christ is sufficient, mm -hmm. right? And that's what, our, that's what our first trip is looking like, to reflect on that. The gospel has a profound way of showing us what is most important so that we don't have to long for or plead for yeah. earthly broken recognition mm -hmm. that gotcha. may never, ever may come, come. Yeah. or may come in a way that's remixed, that distorts our legacy, wow. mm -hmm. that whitewashes our legacy, uh -oh. that uh -oh. pimps uh -oh. our legacy. Uh -oh. can happen. But instead, to delight in the fact that what we do for Christ is what will last. What remains. It, and yeah. that is a beautiful that thing. Passes through the fire. And the second thing I was going to say, Michelle, <laughs> is there a song upon one's hottest? 
Yes, hallelujah. Since you brought up King James Version. Um, you know. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. Um, do you have a song? Yes, of yes. Of course she does. She does. <laughs> I love the description of the gospel as invitation, the gospel as truth, the gospel as clarifying. And I want to go into this retreat because I said yes. I want to say yes in the midst of retreating when, you know, a person like me is like, I am uncomfortable unless there's excitement and noise. And I want to say yes to the experience of retreating. And I want to come out of this retreat saying yes. I want to say yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord, yes. To your will and to your way. I want to say yes. Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. And when your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer will be, yes, Lord, yes. Hallelujah. You too need to get some friends that do that as well. Amen. You too. Amen. Let it bless you. Well, I want to thank y'all sisters for taking a seat at the table with us. But I really want to thank y'all for taking a seat. All right, y'all need to do with our Patreons and our PayPal's. Come come bless us now. Pay black women too. All right. Bless black women. So yeah, no, we 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 are saying yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way on this here retreat and forevermore. Every day and forevermore. So thank y'all for taking a seat at the table with us. We love you and we thank you. All right. Peace out. Mm -hmm.